Welcome to Own It with Teen to Teen. So our topic for today is the effects social media can have on our mental health. And our two guests for this episode are Pooja Ma'am, who's our Global Perspectives teacher, and Ash, who's currently studying psychology. Hi, I'm Ash. Um, I'm studying in my final year um, of psychology at Edinburgh University in Scotland. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I'm really excited to share some of my opinions and ideas about mental health and teens. Hi, this is Pooja Bagri. I'm a global perspective teacher and uh, I'm happy to be here to share my opinion. Uh, So let's go. so much for being on today's episode. So social media plays a huge role in our generation and is used by most of the teenagers around the world. But unfortunately, it also has a huge impact on our mental health and mindset. So we wanted to hear from you what your take on the topic is. So to start off with the first question, do you both use social media often? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, not so regularly, but yes, on still on Facebook. So not much on Insta, though. Okay, and Ash? Um, yeah, I use social media every day. I'm on all of the social media platforms that you can think of. Um, I'm also a victim to the little bit of mindless trolling myself. Right, okay. So the second question. What is your take on social media and the effect it has on teens and mental health? I can go first. So um, social media has, you know, it can be taken in two ways, obviously, and everyone has talked about it that way. There's obviously the negative side, which, um, you know, talks about uh, the mindless scrolling, talks about constant, you know, checking and updating. And there's obviously the positive side as well. Um, For me as a student who is actually now staying in India while doing university online, it does a lot of lot of good. So it helps me connect with all of my friends who are back in the UK, um, you know, and connects and it helped me connect with my family when I was there um, away from them. So in terms of, you know, um, in terms of social media being uh, as, as a helpful tool for connecting, you know, with people, I, that's a really good way. But at the same time, it becomes a problem when it, you know, when I'm up until 2 a.m. just scrolling on Instagram about, you know, um, about something that isn't even relevant. So um, in that sense, the bullying or the rumor spreading that it could cause um, is a potential issue. And we have heard about a lot of cases about, you know, students going to extreme situations um, due to unrealistic unrealistic um, perceptions that they have from social media. Exposure. Exposure to social media is not bad. It's just that kids just do not know when to stop. I see it constantly on an everyday basis where... The classes are on and uh, kids are on the Instagram platform. I don't know about other platforms, so I'm refraining from naming it. Uh, so what I see, I mean, uh, you know, academic point of view, what I feel is that um, very strongly I have, I'm seeing that uh, the recollect memory is going down the drain. So... Um, I don't know, uh, but I believe that, yes, uh, the social media is playing a huge impact on it. So kids are uh, concentrated and their focus is completely lost. Um, so the recall capacity on academic level is very, very low. 
Yeah, right. I completely agree because as a student, I know what it feels like to get completely carried away by social media and just using our phones in general. Okay, and um, the next question is: Why do you think social media and teenagers' mental health are so closely related? Um, so I can go first. So I think there are two main reasons to um the sort of link between social media and teenage mental health. Um, mainly this year, more than ever, everything is online. So, like Pujamam was speaking, um. you know we have online school on one tab and then we have you know instagram on another tab we have whatsapp open on whatsapp web it's just all there and it's all accessible and we don't have time slots where you know we keep our phone away or we completely disconnect um because we spend all of our time at home and obviously it's completely be accessible right with wifi um because there's nothing else to do to be honest um we use social media to you know you know connect to people we use social media to watch movies we, we just use social media to do anything at the moment so i think that's one of the main reasons um why teenagers spend so much time on there and therefore has an effect on their mental health um and the second is kind of a little bit more psychological it's about like social influence so when we um see other teenagers or like when we see other students following certain situations we tend to think that that is the norm for that age category and we tend to follow it mindlessly and so as a teenager who joins a new school for example um you see that everyone else in in your you know social circle or like new friendship group are like part of an instagram group or like a whatsapp group you tend to join it and then you tend to like keep speaking on there to connect with them and that becomes a norm that you sort of you know need to follow if you want to be part of your friendship group and so on so i just think that like because of how much time and energy and you know and and sort of um mental space that you give social media in your life and uh and you know how much time you spend on there it it's it sort of is inevitable that these two things are very closely related right we basically just let it take control of everything else we do okay and pujama i yeah uh, i agree with what ash says because uh, this constant fomo that has gripped today's generation is is uh, just going nowhere and uh, what starts like you know as a as a small motive or an initiative to bond uh, kinds of gets overboard when it starts to you know starts interfering in your daily life this fear of missing out is is con- is seen in a huge way in today's generation and um, so there's nothing wrong in fear of missing out what happens is that uh, this fear um makes you do weirdest of the things and that is where it becomes dangerous so let me just sh- uh, you know i was just reading through something and uh, it said that uh, the ucla uh, the university they had a, this brain mapping center and um they did a small research on how social media impacts the teen brains you'll be surprised or not so surprised that the teen brains get activated by the lights so it releases the you know it's similar to the endorphins that we uh, we look for or that our body needs to have so so much so is the impact of the social media on the teen's brain dai that's something we didn't know okay thank you ma'am yeah i think that's very true does come with a lot of um, peer pressure and fear of Okay so for the next question do you think social media sets unrealistic unrealistic standards especially in terms of beauty standards and the need to be absolutely perfect in everything 
Um, oh, for sure. I totally think that um, social media has had a huge impact on setting standards. Um, let's just start with something very obvious, the Snapchat filters, right? So Snapchat filters started kind of as like a, as a jokish thing, you know, three, four years ago. And now um, they have, um, they have even led to uh, serious mental health issues like Snapchat dysmorphia, where, you know, people want to go to plastic surgeons and ask them to make their faces look like they would if they used Snapchat um, using, you know, particular filters, which, you know, thin your, thin your, uh, cheeks and then you know lift your cheekbones and make your nose smaller and all of these kind of things and more often than not teenagers are adopting these genetic beauty standards right so you start believing that these superficial realities um that social media feeds you is the real life and it isn't because obviously it, it creates it creates one standard which everyone in the world has to follow and as we know from biology that it's not the case right we've all come from different places we've adopted to different environments that we live in and we all have different genes and it's just impossible to have one you know common beauty standard across everywhere in the world and that's what leads on to like more you know deeper topics like racism and so on so i think that there are sites that help support people with mental health issues by connecting them um, you know, people that feel the same way and providing support to, you know, people those suffer from anxiety and depression through, you know, through through social media itself. Um, but it, it's, it's about being very careful to make sure that you don't follow sites which promote unrealistic standards to an extent that you feel that you need to change yourself to support that. Um, another big issue is like body dysmorphic disorder, which is a mental health condition where people spend so much time worrying about their body and their appearance um, when, in fact, it's completely unnoticeable to anyone else around them. So this is kind of what feeds into more serious issues like anorexia and, you know, eating disorders. So it's just about keeping a check on what you follow, who you see, what kind of content you consume. Because we, we do, we will be consuming content, whether we like it or not, it is part of our life. So it's just about channeling out the negative stuff and, you know, holding on to the positive. Genuine question is, to each one of you, is that, do you really think that people who need help reach out for help? No, I mean, because, and I feel the triggering factor of this social isolation that you commonly see is also social media because people are happy, teenagers are happy being in their own secluded world where everything is just perfect. But uh, life is not perfect, you know, it's, it's always mix and match. So um, while they are dealing with all of these, uh, these are all serious issues. What I want to see as a parent, let me just share my view that uh, I am rattled about, uh, you know, simple things like sleep deprivation. I'm rattled with peer pressure. I'm rattled with cyberbullying, which is, uh, which you do not see on a long term, but you see on a daily basis. And uh, I think uh, I would give a major credit or percentage of it to social media. So I believe personally that, yes, social media should be there, but then there must be a time limit for it because uh, in unconsciously you are absorbing so much of content that you do not even realize it. I agree with everything both of you said because I've also seen instances where people want to look like a particular celebrity 
just because that the celebrity is considered beautiful. But the next question is for Pooja ma'am. As a teacher, is there any visible difference between the students' grades and behavior while they grow up? For example, um, the people nowadays get more screen time than people before, right? Especially during the time of the virus. Have you noticed any obvious difference? A very major change that I can see is that uh, while they are here, they are there also. So it's always half knowledge that goes through and uh, the memory retention is terrible. And uh, I, I do not want to believe it, but yes, all the facts show, tell me that, yes, the social media is playing this business there. I think everyone needs to know that. Right. Um, sorry. And this next question is for um, Ash. So social media and being on a device in general can also help a person's mental health by using it as a distraction. So do you think that's a good way to cope or do you think that further just ruins your mental health? Um, that's a great question. And I feel like, sorry. Um, that's a great question. And I feel like that's something that everyone needs to actually be asking themselves, right? Because it's so easy, like Pooja Ma'am was saying, that it's so easy to just be on it, right? Because um, there's so much content. It's a whole new world. It's like how they describe reading a book. It takes you on this entire whirlwind of new information, a new life, a new world. And it's just so easy to to just take your phone and scroll through something when you know you're having an argument with your mom or dad at home and spending so much time at home it obviously creates friction so especially during the time of the virus it's very easy to go online as, as a distraction i suppose and also with digital marketing and ads now increasing social media gen literally recreates a life in a world that it wants you to see based on your preferences and all the cookies that it's tracking from your uh, searching habits but this is unhealthy in every way possible. And I want to highlight that because I do use social media and I use it quite a bit. But I still think that, you know, it's a very poor way for you to self-soothe and relax because it ends up making you feel worse than better. So what happens if, if you know, you go into um, you go on a nature retreat and you lose data or your current goes off and you can't go online for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes? Um, dealing with your mental health issues superficially through going on social media will kind of leave you in a worse place than you were before. Um, like I was saying before, I do think it is helpful if you follow particular channels, for example, on Instagram, or um, you know, you read about uh, you read about other people's experiences who are going through something similar, um, and and through certain apps as well. But it's really about feeling the feels as well. So, like if you're going through something, then it must be so much. It it would be so much better to um, you know, actually deal with that and focus on that. And then, and rather than using social media as like a temporary fix, um, because then it becomes kind of like an addiction. It kind of becomes like a drug, which sort of, you know, makes you want to go back there. And, 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 and eventually it becomes very dangerous for your mental health. So, um, for teenagers, especially who are very influence, influenceable at this age, it's just, it's, it's better to, deal with what you're going through and use social media as like a side thing rather than using it as a way to cope because that's not healthy. Right. I completely agree because I feel like not everyone posts what they're actually going through in, or like in their life on social media. 
they just look on social media and they see everyone having like this perfect life it's just like not that great to see cuz they're not going through that so i agree with you on that yeah and you also tend to get carried away and don't really realize how much it can affect you okay so moving on to the next question do you think there should be um limits to the amount of time you spend on social media a day especially as teenagers and kids yes absolutely uh because uh, teenager is the most blissful period where you are uh, ready and you're more than happy to experience every change that comes your way so why get stuck with the social media and live in a world which is artificial so let me just share something with you all it's not just the teenagers that are dealing with this this fear of missing out the social media it has affected all age groups uh you know when you guys were just talking about to use social media as a way of uh, you know uh, let's say uh, reduce your anxiety reduce your your depression and stuff like that it, it is it's common across all age groups uh this uh, you know when we are talking about from 12 to 60 65 70 sad thing is we fail to realize that what is the reason behind it why are people seeking this artificial platform is just that uh, in the pretext or at least that's my opinion i i can all have your opinions uh, but i feel it's that in this world where we are running around and we are just running nobody knows where we are running and this seems to every teenager uh you know wants somebody to be around them and when parents are not around them uh, they seek that from the other platforms so while we are talking about this it's also important to introspect and uh, you know relate and reflect on why this is happening rather than just talking about you know how to uh, deal with it yes adding on to the previous previous question um ash how much time do you think would be an appropriate limit to spend on social media like 1 hour a day or 2 hours a day what do you think is the right amount um okay so i just want to firstly start by saying that i completely agree with um pooja ma'am's points of view and that um you know keeping keeping yourself accountable is the best way forward so you you can see most smartphones now have this feature where it tells you how much screen time you've had and whether it's on you know a social media platform whether it's on networking whether it's on um you know news and and so on so i think the first place to start is actually using that feature and like you know turning it on and then even if you don't spend too much time looking at what or where you spend your screen time just noticing um and keeping that in mind at the back of your head is really helpful um and to answer your question samiha i don't think that there is a particular set amount of time because when you set a limit like that then you feel the need to follow that to uh, you know an unhealthy extent it's more about learning to limit it without having a set period of time so if you're spending a lot of time and you're feeling you're starting to feel sad or you're starting to feel frustrated or if you're starting to feel lonely and then you think oh you know i have nothing to do let me just go on instagram rather than i don't know taking up a new activity or you know going for a walk or drawing or reading then it's unhealthy so like finding that balance is more about you know when you tend to use social media rather than how much time you use it for or if you're scrolling and you realize you know um 
I'm not really looking at anything. You know, I'm, I'm not really consuming any important information. I'm just scrolling, you know, and and in that situation, you know, you need to stop. So it's about noticing. It's about keeping check of your feelings and your thoughts and just noticing these symptoms in yourself. Um, and I think that is much better at this age to start because going forward, it 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 is like a healthy perspective to take on. It's a healthy lifestyle change rather than saying one hour a day or two hours a day, um, which is hard to balance, especially when you're spending so much time at home. It's easier to create yourself. Um, you know, it's easier to set yourself a space where you can always be yourself, but you know, be more in tune with your feelings and uh, your symptoms. I also uh, I agree with Ash when uh, you know when you set a limit, uh, the human mind feels that oh we are not given that we it's a restricted area and that kinds of makes it even more uh, you know enterprising to reach out to. So self discipline is the whole thing and. Uh, yeah, a, a major change in your attitude, in each one's attitude, where, you know, look out for different activities, as Ash mentioned, that would be the right way to deal with it and balance it out. Yeah, I definitely agree that self-awareness plays a huge role in how you contain your social media addiction. And for last question of the day, what effect do you think social media has on young minds? Like, what effect does it have on your mindsets and how you form opinions? Okay, um, so I don't, um, I don't know exactly how to answer this question without going back to what we spoke about earlier um, and about the unrealistic expectations that it sets. So, like, when we think that, you know, the new normal is defined by you know, new beauty standards, new friendship standards, you constantly feel like you need to meet that. And kind of also going back to um, the FOMO that Pooja Ma'am mentioned, you you start to feel like you have the need to have like the perfect life, especially, you know, when you're um, stuck at home on lockdown and you see someone else going to the beach or someone else going, you know, to get uh, dinner outside, you feel like that's something that you should be doing too. And it's an expectation, you know, that that you feel like, you can't achieve without, um, you know, doing so yourself. So it's it's really about understanding that that is a whole other life, and that the way you live and how you live is also okay. And it's uh, like Pooja Ma'am also said, it's choosing different activities rather than just scrolling or just consuming social media content, and and you know, understanding that social media reality is not the normal. It's just one of the it's just one platform where people post about their best lives rather than their true lives. And, um, you know, realizing that you don't always need to have the perfect lives according to social media standards is, um, is the best way to make sure that your mindset and your opinions and, um, you know, the way you think is not impacted completely by social media. Uh, I think Ash has actually summarized the whole thing. So there's nothing more that I can add on this. Part. And uh, we obviously know that, uh, you know, it has a huge impact because uh, more than ever, we are seeing low self-esteem issues. We are seeing uh, cyberbullying. We are seeing young adults, not even young teenagers, getting into different activities which are age inappropriate. So it obviously talks about the impact of social media on young minds. Uh, nevertheless, 
it doesn't mean that you should not be exposed because um, that's a part of the world that we live in you really cannot keep your uh, teenagers in a safe guarded uh, rapunzel's uh, castle so you need to expose them it's just that you know the teenagers uh, should work on creating a bond similarly the parents or the caretakers also must ensure that <clears throat> the bridge of communication is built on so you know come if worse come worse if there is some case where the teen needs to reach out at least there is somebody who can hear them sir i just want to quickly add one thing um when puja ma'am mentioned reaching out there is a website called seven cups of tea which i think everyone should check out um it's a website where you can go and sign yourself up as a speaker or a listener and as a speaker you can you know reach out to people that are that are trained to provide you with guidance and help um not not necessarily therapy but just like someone who you can speak to and express what you're going through um and they might be of a similar age they might be of a different age they might be from different places in the world and they might be able to understand it um in in a situation where you feel like you have no one else to speak to at home so yeah so seven cups of tea is definitely a very good starting place right um we Love will um yeah so we will definitely check out um seven cups of tea thank you so much for you both um for attending the podcast and i think that's all we have for today and thank you for giving us your perspectives and just talking to us about social media and the impact it has on teenagers thank you thank you and also um for credits we would like to thank pritish from 9b for recording our podcast so thank you to him thank you so much thank you so much no worries okay bye bye okay bye Thank <laughs> you.